My name is Brandon Wade, but you can call me Mr. Brandon Wade. You can call me B2. You can call me B squared. You can call me B Wade. But I got two rules for you if you're going to call me anything. Speak life and keep it real. If you do that, you're good in my book. Welcome to Pay It Forward. Whether this is a short episode or a long episode, I give you the greatest commodity that I have. Myself, who I am, who I'm learning to be, and who I've been. I give you my experiences. I give you my heart. I give you the parts of myself that even I don't necessarily want people to know. So if you're going to show up here, my only request to you is this. If you're blessed by anything that you hear from me, pay it forward to somebody else and speak life into the people that you're around. So let's check out what the show's about today. Ain't no clouds. I was watching this movie with my mom. Um, I ended up going downstairs just to kind of talk with her and check with her and stuff like that. Just to see how everything's going. And my mom and I, we both love movies. So um, I ended up watching uh, this movie. And I've seen it before. Like, I've seen it on little clips or whatever. Um, the movie about Ray Charles. Uh, Ray, uh, she always likes to watch, um, I think it's on Bounce or whatever. Uh, they always be showing the black movies, the hood movies or whatever. And so we we like to just watch movies. They show good movies. But we end up watching um, Ray. And I've seen it before, like I've seen little clips of it, but for whatever reason, it just kept catching me this time. And so I just kept going back in and just kind of watching it with my mom. Like, I'm going to get some food, but then I'm going to go back in and see what's going on. So I'm like, cool. I end up watching this movie and it's real compelling because it's the story of, of, of Ray Charles and how with stuff he went through and the stuff he was going through and and how he ended up succeeding in life and just different things he he, he did. And um. Jamie Foxx ended up working with Ray Charles before he died. And so it's about as one to one as you're going to get on Ray Charles. And for those who don't know, it may be before your time, but uh, Ray Charles was a, um, you know, a famous musician, but he was blind. He was a, a black man out of the South. And um, he was uh, famous during the times of segregation and stuff like that. A lot of crazy stuff that was going on back then. And it was just detailing his own struggles. You know, he had issues with relationships, issues with drugs. Bro was off of a uh, off a of lean. Oh, well, not off a of lean. He was off of heroin. I just keep thinking of lean because I know you know people that do that stuff. But I uh, he was off of heroin because heroin was big. They didn't have lean back then, as far as I know. But he was off of heroin, um, and he was a he was like a a, a major user, like because he had money, he had access to it, and everything like that. And he ends up get into this point and it, it, it does a couple flashbacks to him. You know, I'm just going over it. It's not going to really, it's not really a spoiler because the movie is what it is. It's not like a, a regular movie. It's just a movie about his life. So you can just look up his history. So it's not really a spoiler, but as a kid, his mom tells him, you know, his mom is going through a lot. His mom sends him off because he's, he's blind. He has a crazy thing that happens. He has a little brother that ends up dying at an early age. Like he's like his little brother was, um, his little brother got like drowned or something like that was messed up. And Ray blamed himself because he didn't know what to do. And so his mom even had kind of blamed him. It was like, why didn't you do something? And Ray kind of took it inside. He took an internal and he ended up becoming blind. Like that trauma can mess with you. Like it can mess with your body and everything like that. So he ends up becoming blind. And, he ends up having to go off to a school for blind kids and his mother, you know, is, has to send him away and he knows he's not going to see his mother again. And his mother says, Ray, I want you to make a promise to me. Now Ray's only like seven years old. He's like, Ray, I want you to make a promise to me. 
And he's like, Mama, what? I want to stay with you. And and he's like, I need you to make this promise to me. He said, don't ever let a man make you a cripple. He said, don't think you, you basically she was saying, don't think you less than what you are because you're blind, but don't ever let somebody cripple you. He said, don't let a man make you a cripple. And Ray was like, okay, mama, I promise. And Ray's like seven years old. So, you know, fast forward, you know, Ray's is successful and stuff like that, but he ends up getting hooked on drugs because he keeps having visions and dreams of the things that happen with his, his, his little brother. And so he's still traumatized. So he goes to heroin. He's trying to numb it. You feel me? And he gets to this point in his life where he, he is, is getting real bad for him and he's famous, but he's, he's in the close to going to jail. So he goes to a rehab facility and he ends up, you know, going through a bunch of stuff to get everything fixed. Like he's just, he's going through withdrawals. I mean, like crazy withdrawals. Like, so he's having dreams, stuff like that. And he's like, no, I can do this. I can do this. And then he has a vision of, he has like this dream vision of his mom. And this is the part I want to get to. He has his dream vision of his mom and he sees his mom and he's, and his mom is like, you see, even beyond the dope and all that stuff you had, it couldn't keep you from me. So he goes and hugs his mom and he says, mama, I kept my promise. I didn't become a cripple. And he said, and she said, you sure did become tough. You sure did become strong. But you did become a cripple. And he said, because you let them drugs cripple you. And he started crying. And he and he and he was like, you know, grown him. And then in vision, his, his, his little brother came out and his little brother was like. You know, you know, Ray, like it wasn't your fault. And so he, he cries and he hugs his brother in the dream. And his mama said, I want you to promise me one more time. That you'll never let nothing in life make you a cripple. And he said, Mama, I promise. And then it said after that, when he came out of rehab, he never touched heroin again. And he stayed sober his whole life. And, you know, towards the, the point where they fixed a lot of things that had gone wrong with him and stuff like that. You know, he was like, his, his wife was like, I hope his mama was here to see it. He said, nah, mama here. And it's been a long time since, a, a you know, kind of like a, a movie about, you know, the traumas and struggles that we go through, especially if you're black, struggles you go through as a black man really actually kind of touched me. But that statement just rang in my mind and it was like, don't let a man make you a cripple. And I can't say much for nobody else, right? Because really, I can only say it for what it, it, it thought in my own mind. And this was what they knew at the time. This is how they knew how to address stuff, you know. Survive, overcome, get through it, you know. And, you know, I've had my share of, you know, trying to survive things and overcome things and get through it. I mean, I, I again, I talked about my dad and everything like that. And I've talked about, like, my spiritual father. My spiritual father, for those who don't know... You know, he died when I was, he died at, uh, uh, I don't know, three, two years ago, just about two years ago. Uh, he died unexpectedly. And my biological dad died when I was in a year before he did. And so they died basically one after another. And 
no one I, I had a lot more help and support, but no one really ever taught me how to address things as a man, emotional things. And so I've had a lot of things that I've I've struggled with over the years. You know, just simply because there are things that work, you know, you know, oftentimes it's like we beat ourselves up for turning to vices and ideas and hustles and stuff like that to try to survive. And to survive is important because you can't do nothing if you ain't if you ain't here. You feel me? You got to survive. And what I noticed was that even though Ray had, in essence, made it out of a bunch of stuff. Ray was still in his mind surviving because in his mind, he couldn't address the crazy stuff that was going on. He couldn't address the stuff that was really hindering him. And it took him having to go all the way to rock bottom with heroin in order for him to get to the point where he was like, man, I, I needed this. And he had to have that vision with his mom where his mom was like, you became strong in many ways and you did keep your promise in a lot of ways, but the drugs crippled you because you could experience, you know, you couldn't be present with your fam. You couldn't be present with a lot of stuff. And that one was a, it was inspiring. And it's kind of what motivated me to do this because Man, I've I've had so many fears in my life. You know, I'm 32, as I mentioned before. You know, I still live with my mom, you know, and that's, you know, it's a good situation for us and everything like that. But at the same time, I've looked at myself and said, man, you know, look at where you are right now. Like, you could be so many different places. You know, you have so many skills and talents and stuff, bro. Like, you could be doing so many other things, you know, and at the same time, I've looked at myself and I've talked about before about it on pay it forward. You know, I've had my own struggles with, you know, porn. My dad was a porn addict, stuff like that. And, you know, I personally, you know, found that as a vice and it just kind of, it, 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 it grew over the years. And I've had plenty of struggles with that, you know, in my own life. And I always kind of looked and was like, Bro, what what goal am I trying to accomplish? You know, what thing? And I think the the, the message in what um, his mom was talking about was not you need to beat heroin. But rather, don't allow something to cripple you, because when something has crippled you, you cannot exist without it. And the way to beat as we say something that, you know, is, 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 is something like that. I don't think it's through trying to strong arm it by force because really the issue wasn't that Ray smoked, took heroin or shot up. The issue was that he had never had to, or had a safe place to confront the real issue, which was not heroin. Heroin was just, a tool to blunt the issue that he actually had, which was he never, he blamed himself for the thing that happened with his, his little brother. I'm not here to tell y'all that I got it together and figured it out. You know, my journey is what it is. And I may wake up one day and tell you that not only do I not have an interest in the different vices that I've had, 
you know, porn or anything like that. I might wake up one day and be like, yeah, I don't have any interest in that. And that's what's up. But that's not really the victory. The victory is that Ray was able to find closure and peace with the fact that it wasn't his fault, the things that happened to his brother, but that he didn't need to punish himself for it. And I have definitely felt guilty over the years, you know, about the things that happened with my spiritual father. He used to go through a whole lot of stuff and the things that my biological dad went through. And I was always like, if I could just get their attention and show them that I cared and show them this and that, that maybe they would understand. And so when those things didn't work, I turned to things that made me feel better in that way. So it's kind of like you can't beat yourself up for doing what you knew to do in order to survive. But when the opportunity comes to be able to live, what does that look like? A lot of us, especially if you're black, you probably don't really know what it looks like. But what I promised y'all is whatever I learned that I would tell y'all that I'd pass it along. A lot of people that, you know, I don't know that they know me or maybe don't know me. Maybe they ain't had a father figure or a big brother figure or a little brother figure. You know, maybe they ain't had somebody to even tell them that what you feel is normal. I promised God that I didn't have to give like how they how they did in the Bible, you know, I you know, and all the different things they did. I said, I can't give them that. I said, but I can give them this. I use everything in my life as a tool to point in the right direction. And I promised that I would be I promised I'd be willing to do that. So pay it forward is kind of my promise to people. You know, that is my promise to myself and my promise to God. And so when he said, when she's, when his mama said, don't let any man make you a cripple. I understand what that means. That means don't let anything, any person stop you from being the person that you were ultimately designed to be. That means whether it be a vice, a concern, an issue, do not let that make you something that you cannot exist without it. And beyond that, there's a quote that some people don't necessarily like, but it comes out of Harry Potter. It says, don't dwell on dreams and forget to live. So real talk, I can't tell you I'm some kind of expert because I really ain't. I can't tell you I really have the, the full-on answer and because I really don't. But I can tell you that everything that I learn, I'm going to tell you about it. And I'm going to give you the tools that I get to apply those same things. So... My only ask for anybody that might be listening to me is to pay it forward themselves. Take it and use it and go give to somebody. And when you do, do your best not to expect something in return from them. Because it's God that gives and God that takes away, man. So that's my belief in it. You know, you ain't necessarily got to believe like I do. It's all good. But the whole goal is speak life. Just like I told y'all in the intro. You good with me. As long as you out there and you use your words to speak life and that's your goal, you good with me. So whoever you are, whether you black like me, whether you not. Let this be an opportunity to not make. A man. A situation, an idea, a pattern of thinking. Let's say today, whatever those patterns of thinking are, that maybe they may be struggles, they may continue, maybe they won't. But that they won't stop you from doing and being whatever it is that you were truly meant to be. 
Because you could also have called Ray a drug addict, and that would have been just as true at that moment. But Ray wasn't a drug addict. He was a man that was meant to reach people that had a drug addiction. And that's the difference between making somebody a cripple and making them not making them that. Ray chose that he was not defined by something that took place in his life. And he was willing to go to the root of that. So I don't know what all that looks like. I mean, I've got my own therapist and stuff like that. So I'm still working through things myself. There have been a lot of ways that I've come a long way that I've been able to even forgive some people and speak life in some of those same people. I've come a long way. And so have you, if you listening. So I just want to pass that along to y'all. This is a short episode. I just want to let y'all know that whoever you are and whether you may not be You may not feel that you identify on that binary of man and woman, but I still want to speak to you first and foremost, because whether you identify on a binary or not, you're a human. And as a human being, do not let something, someone, a situation, a circumstance, or even life make you a cripple. So God, just thank you for what you're doing. Just thank you for every person under the sound of my voice that they would be able to see that there's more to them than what they even know today. That there's more to their life and there's more to who there's, who's listening to them and more to this than the example or the idea that they have about themselves. That, yeah, they may be where they are now, but that's no guarantee that that's where they'll be in the future. So I just thank you that just like you're doing me, that you got them the same way like you're doing me. So I thank you in Jesus' name. Amen. I got mad love for y'all. We're going to have some guest segments coming up. I know I've been promising that for a while, but a lot of it has been logistics. Some of it has just been my own personal growth. Um, But we got some good guest segments coming up. I got some friends I just got in contact with again I haven't seen in a while. We're going to have some real interviews. We're going to really talk about some real stuff and some real subjects. So I love y'all. Continue to speak life. Continue to pay it forward. And remember, it's not about being a good person, but being a real person. Because if it was about being a good person, I don't know what to tell you because I definitely ain't one of them. So I got mad love for y'all. Take care. Peace. Peace.